Welcome back to the Nerd Files. I'm Dan. I'm Tom. Today we're talking about Don't Breathe. Movie talk. Been waiting for this day. Tom finally saw it. <laughs> we kind of know my thoughts. I think it's the best movie I've seen this year. So let's go ahead and let's just give your overall thoughts of the movie to start out. Uh, really well done. Really tense throughout. Um, great characters. They they were all really good performances too. Like I didn't think anybody was bad. Um, I was waiting for the the boyfriend to die though. Um, oh, but... oh me. Me too. That's what I said. I was rooting for the blind man on that one. Like, please, yeah, please yeah, kill I, this guy. I was rooting for that on that one, but uh, the other ones, no, I wasn't. Um, no, uh, the two guys, I, they had to go, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I mean, it was just they—they they had a lot of twists that I didn't anticipate. Um, it was a—it uh, was very tense, like. Not one room, but like one house uh, movie. Um, I liked it better than Green Room, definitely. That was one of my question. One of my questions. Yeah, I mean, Green Room was good, but this was better. Um, I think might... this is a this is a well made film too. Like it's so. Yeah, it's really well, well made. made. Um, I mean, damn, it was. Well written, well directed, well acted. Uh, I love the cinematography on oh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, there's the point where they're in the basement and he turns the lights out, and then it slowly transitions into night vision. That was such a great uh, thing. I mean, I know they show that shot in the trailer, which is why I feel Did like they? I could say. I had no idea. I didn't even. I guess I stopped the trailer too because I didn't want to any spoilers. Before we uh, did the spoilers, but uh, they showed the boyfriend getting killed. They showed uh, the girl locked up in the basement. They showed um, they showed the night vision. Um, what else did they show? That's well, too much. Yeah, I, I think that was it. But still, that was a lot of stuff that they showed. Um, okay, so. Uh, I haven't seen the Evil Dead movie that he did. The yeah. Same director. Do you think this is better? His original work. Yes. Uh, yeah, I th I, th I would think this is better. This is his original vision. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead. I only watched once, um, but it was good. Like I didn't. I, I just uh, the original. I have a much warmer place in my heart for just because you know it's the original. But um, yeah, but I heard. Is, I heard this is really different than the original. Yeah, yeah, the remake of Evil Dead was, um, it kind of abandoned the comedy elements, uh, because the original is kind of campy, and yeah. of, of the three original movies, the first Evil Dead is the most horror. Um, like, they gradually lose horror and get more comedy as it goes on, which is why my favorite is the second one, because I think it's the perfect mix of humor and, and horror, but... Uh, but yeah, the the remake they just kind of like dropped it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if, so if you long. don't know, the director is uh, Fede Alvarez, who also wrote it or co-wrote it, and it's about oh. the those three. I guess they're sort of young teenagers or whatever they are. They're yeah. trying to 
they've been, breaking, they've been breaking robbing houses, you know, simple stuff. Until they encounter this blind man who's, who's, uh, I believe it was like a, a veterans fund or something like that, or, uh, yeah. his daughter, yeah, his daughter died, so it was like a, uh, he was a veteran and he lost his sight in mm -hmm. Iraq or Afghanistan, right. and then he came home and his daughter got run over by a drunk driver, mm -hmm. and then they paid him a huge settlement. Yeah, that's right, they paid the settlement. To, uh, to, so like... Let draw have him drop it. Three hundred thousand, something like that. That's what they think before they go in, but when they go in, they find over a million dollars. Yeah. Sorry, it's still not as fresh as it because I've seen it. I haven't seen it in like a month and a half. But. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the plot, and turns out the blind man has the secrets. Mm -hmm. One being that the spoilers. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be as much spoilers. But the the woman in the basement is the one that... Uh, ran over his daughter. Yeah, yeah. She ran over her daughter. So she's like the replacement. Yeah. And he wants uh, to have a, uh, a baby. Yeah, he he's plans to hold her hostage for nine months. And he oh, she was pregnant, that's right. With his baby so that she would give him another daughter. So, what happens to her is she dies, right, somehow, or she gets killed, right? Yeah, so they are trying to escape through the, uh, the, like, basement door that comes out, like, in old houses, you know, right. like, uh, like, fucking Wizard of Oz or something, um, and he's already there when they unlock it and, like, starts firing blindly, mm -hmm. um, at them and ends up killing her, um, and then he, he I believe he hits, uh, the, the guy, uh, the third wheel guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then he captures uh, the girl played by Jane Levy, and she <laughs> wakes up tied up. I'm going right to the fucking shocking scene because I, I really, yeah. I want, I want to get your reaction on the shock, the the turkey baster. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, it's not what you think. She's like straddled up, and I think he's gonna like. He's gonna artificially rape her, her, but he gets, he's like, I'm a decent person. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not a racist. I'm not yeah. a racist. Um, that, yeah, I mean, so, like, if it had been rape, like, I've seen that done before. Oh, yeah, but I have uh, never I mean, seen this in a movie. Yeah, I've never seen the artificial insemination <laughs> thing. The entire time I was thinking, like, how is the sperm viable, like, still? Like, I don't understand. Isn't like, it frozen? I, I mean, I guess. And he's, like, cooking it up? Like, that's... I didn't think that that worked that way. <laughs> I don't want to know how he's doing it. But yeah. He, uh... Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, the, like, uh, raping a captive thing is, like... That, that's just a horror trope, almost. Like, that happens a right, lot. Right, yeah, and I was, that's what I was like, oh, they're going to do um, especially, uh, you know where it happens the most is the satanic movies. Like, that's a, that, oh, okay. like, like, and to have a baby, like, since Rosemary's Baby, that's been a, a big yeah. trend in, in demonic and, huh. uh, devil-worshipping horror movies. Well, this definitely surprised me when he had the turkey baster full of jizz. <laughs> she, she puts it in his mouth, too. Oh, I love that, dude. That was... <laughs> Uh, that was a satisfying... Everything was satisfying in this movie. Yeah, it was delightfully fucked up. Um. <laughs> but that was horrific to me. 
and, but I always make these jizz jokes, you know, or whatever, and, and I was like, this is awesome! <laughs> like, I never thought I would ever see, like, jizz in a turkey bait. I don't know, but I'm fucked up. But it was, it was, I've never seen a scene like that, and I've never seen a movie do the night vision so well. Yeah, I mean, um, I, the example I would go to is uh, the climax of Silence of the Lambs, okay. uh, where they did it artificially. Um, they didn't actually use night vision. They uh, filled the room with green light. Mm. So you do notice in uh, one of the climactic shots as Buffalo Bill raises his gun to shoot Clarice, there's a shadow on her back. Oh. I think that's the only time that you realize that it's not actually night vision. Um, yeah, I don't remember that at all. The, oh, night vision, was, the night vision aspect. Oh, that was the climax of the movie. I know, uh, but I don't remember the how it looked. Oh, okay. It just looks green. Uh, they like chase into the basement. He shuts the power off, okay. and then uh, she. Uh, he's like playing with her a bit. Like he's just following her and is preparing to kill her. And then he cocks the gun, and she hears him cocking the gun. And she turns around and she has an automatic and, like, just blows the shit out of him. So he has, th th this has been done before, because I was going to ask you if it's ever been done like that before. Yeah, in, in I think it was movie. actually, I think it was, in fact, I think it was reference to that scene in Silence okay. of the Lambs. Because they, uh, I mean, I, it's been a little while since I've seen Silence of the Lambs, but I remember it's basically the same beats. And then uh, I think they did the same hand wrapping around the wall thing. Um, yeah. And then the basement, of course, just looks like shitty and like kind of like the Buffalo Bills uh, well and basement. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, still, it was very well done, and it was it was a more prolonged sequence than Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah, I was like, they're really doing this for this long. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, I love. There's a scene where uh, the. The one girl is like walking over and she's about to touch uh, the blind man and like neither of them know it's about to happen and then like mm -hmm. the third wheel makes some noise and yeah. like the, the blind man runs toward it and like she, then like he fires the gun and like runs toward it and she realizes she was about to like knock into him. Oh yeah. That was really well done. I mean, so is, like, him reaching through the, uh, um, they have, like, those shelves put up, and him, uh -huh. like, reaching through the south shelves and grabbing the third wheel's throat, but they put that in the trailer, so I was expecting it as soon as the shot started. The only issue, I, you talked about issues earlier, but the issue I had, was, the scene I had was, I thought that he killed that, the god, third wheel with, uh, the garden tool. Yeah, they did that on purpose, though. Okay. That's another, um... I think that might even be a Sounds of the Lambs reference because that fake outs in a horror movie. Um, I mean, maybe I'm reaching there, but like that happens a lot where you think someone's dead and then they aren't. Um, but I thought it was clear that he, you know. I thought so too, but I guess they're saying he stabbed the other body and thought oh, it was him. Okay. Um, which makes sense because he's blind, but uh, yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I mean, I love that fake out scene, Sounds of the Lambs, oh my god. Yeah. Do you remember the one I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Dude, okay. I've only seen so, it once, um, and I, I, it was like a, ten years ago. 
Oh, really? I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. So I know it really well. Yeah. Um, so Buffalo Bill is in the basement, like, talking with the girl in the well. And then um, this alarm starts going, and you realize it's for the doorbell. And, like, you see someone pressing on the doorbell. And the FBI is surrounding this house. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, they got Buffalo Bill. Like, they're right there. And the FBI bursts in, and it's not the same house. And Buffalo Bill opens the front door, and it's Clary Starling alone. <laughs> nice. So, okay, so I thought the, the Stephen Lang, who plays the villain in Avatar, this is, this was way better performance. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I don't even remember him in Avatar, obviously. He's the villain. I know, but I don't really oh, okay. remember him as the villain. Well, in this, he's awesome. And I only watched it the once a few months ago with you, so. <laughs> and I really was rooting for him certain times. And I was rooting for his fucking dog, because that dog's a character. I was not rooting for that dog, uh, but okay. <laughs> the only reason I'm rooting for that dog is that that dog's serious black. But um. uh, yeah, I guess yeah. With the, by the time we get to the car part, I wasn't rooting for him. I, uh, I was always rooting for her. Yeah, I mean, I was rooting for Third Wheel too. I don't know. It was just something. I think, I think his acting was wasn't on par. That's true, but I mean... He did provide uh, the security system. His dad worked on the security system of those houses. And... Yeah, and he was the moral compass for the group. They gave him Like, he was the that. one cautioning. Yeah. So, like, the way they structured it is the main character is the girl whose name I forget, and then the third wheel is the angel, and then her boyfriend... Her name is Rocky... And then his name, the third wheel is Alex, and then the asshole is Money. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Money is always, like, trying to convince her to do bad things and, like, you know, is leading her down a darker path. And he's always trying to get her to, you know... Yeah, well, look, if she's, look what she's surrounded by, too. She's surrounded by a bad environment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that that's how they structured it with the characters. Right. Uh, and that's the role that they fulfilled... And then money, obviously, you just were kind of annoyed with and you didn't really care about. So, like, when he bit it, like, who cares? <laughs> I was surprised it was that fast, but I didn't see it in the trailer. I saw it in the trailer, so I knew it was coming, and I was yeah. waiting for it. Um. <laughs> but were, were you rooting for Blind Man at any time? What do you mean, were you? Uh, for money. I wanted him to kill money. Okay. Um, but after that, no. Yeah. I mean, like, there is definitely some moral gray area, which is cool that they put that in there. Um, which is interesting, because horror is the genre where that kind of comes in, where it's like, you do something bad, and then something horrible, like, starts happening to you. Man, and you're I, like, I you was so confused at the beginning how it opens with that teaser, and then it all made sense, you know, of course. Oh, yeah, well, I figured that was probably the end of the movie. Really? I had, yeah. I was like, what the hell? I thought it was either um, he was kidnapping the girl who was going to be in the basement, or it was the end of the movie. I wasn't sure which. See, I didn't which. know she was in the basement. I had no spoilers, dude. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I saw the trailers, and also I just know, like, horror movies. They often start with the last scene. Wow. Um, like, even uh, Crimson Peak from last year started with the last scene. Did they? I don't know. Um, Pan's Labyrinth does too, so I guess Del Toro just kind of likes doing that. Um, but this worked. 
Yeah, it worked really well. Um, I mean, it did take me a second too to figure out what was going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I was, and I was, I was trying to figure out which one of those two it was. Um, oh wow! I had forgotten about it, and then they did the, they showed it again, and I was like, oh shit! When she, after after the dog part. Yeah. Um, did you jump? How did you jump at all? At yes. All? Yeah. I jumped at that stupid dog part where, you know, it jumps on the window. Yeah, yeah, the first mm -hmm. jump scare. Yeah, that, uh, the cheap one. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. At least they've gotten away from, um, for a really long time, they used to do these, like, uh, what should have been R-rated horror movies, and then they made them PG-13, and then they all had these awful jump scares that were, like, the cat. Or, um, you know, like they knocked over something in the closet. Like, you know, like, something stupid like that. So, like, I got so tired of those. I'm just happy when jump scares are actual threats. You know, and we've moved toward that point where pretty much every jump scare in a horror movie is an actual scare, where it's not, like, a cheap gag. And I'm really happy they did that. Um, and I think we can kind of thank James Wan on that one, because it was Insidious and The Conjuring where that really kind of turned it around. Yeah, I jumped a few times in the conjure, but I'm easy to scare. Yeah, I think Insidious has more jump scares, honestly, uh, just because the music I, is so loud. I jumped out of my seat in this one. I don't know. I can't remember what part. I. It might have been. Uh, I know it was something to do with the blind man. Like maybe he just like entered or a certain a certain way or. Yeah, shot I mean, or I, there was like a I, gunshot or. Yeah, I jumped a lot with him and the dog. Um, you know what scene I really love is um, third wheel uh, Alex. Yeah. He gets uh, knocked out the window, the second floor window, and he falls onto mm, this yeah, like, yeah, skylight, yeah, yeah. and it's like cracking, like yeah. um, the Lost World, the scene from Jurassic Park yes. 2, where they're in the trailer. And I was just like, oh my god, this is so awesome. I love it. Um, it, it was even more tense than that scene. Cause they, cause then he's like, the blind man is underneath, and you're like, oh shit, is it gonna break and like fall on him? Didn't uh, I'm trying to think. The blind man knew every aspect of that house too, because he lived, you know, it's his house. But yeah, well, they kept showing him like, um, at least in the basement, they would show him like he was feeling around mm -hmm. for that specific thing that he knew. Yeah, and so then that he was using it as well. He does that. He does that throughout, honestly. Like he just goes yeah. in the hallways. And, uh... um, one thing I really loved was the way they set up everything that was going to happen, like as mm -hmm. they entered. So, like they showed, um, they zoomed in on the uh, X. The, uh, or whatever what I, the, that was. The like, uh, it wasn't a hammer, but it was like was it an axe. Uh, no, it was. It was. It, the okay, hatchet. So it was like a mallet. Mallet. Yeah, the mallet. That's right. Um, and then they zoomed in, they, like, showed the bell in the background that, like, is attached to yeah, the Yeah, they were like, hey, this is what, this is what we're gonna play with today. Yeah. The only thing that I didn't notice coming back was the shard of glass. Um, they, they paid special attention to a shard of glass that fell off of, uh, what, what's the main character's name? Um, uh, Rocky? 
Yeah, they in. showed a shard of glass, like she knocked it over or something, and it was like sitting in the hallway. And I thought that was going to come back because they were barefoot. I thought they were going to do a diehard at some point, but oh, that was a great use of the taking off the shoes thing too. Yeah, yeah, so that he knew that there were mm -hmm. more than one person right. in the house. That was cool. Um, trying to think. So you don't you don't put it up above the witch. I'm gonna guess. No. Okay. Is I, it, I, it might be number two though. Is it, your, I don't is it your top five? It's in the top five definitely, but I don't know. It might be number two. Okay. No, <laughs> might be number three. I don't know. That's good. Um. Then he gets away with it at the end. Yeah, let's talk about the end. Like that. I'm okay with that, but it was like. Do we need another one? No. I don't think they were setting up for another one. Okay, that's good. I mean, like, what's going to happen? Like, she already has the money, so, like, no one's going to go in to rob the house again. Um, he has no idea where she went. Like, and she went to California. Like, I mean, he can't follow her. So, like, any sequel to it would be kind of ludicrous. The only way I would see it happening is if, like, the creators, like, just say yeah sure this you guys can do whatever you want with it and then they make a shitty sequel direct a video I, yeah i could see that happening um God. but but i don't think that they're gonna like make another one i think this was a standalone one that one was more another level of moral ambiguity because she compromised her values mm -hmm. in order to rescue her, her sister. sister yeah so like by stealing the money and letting him get away with it, and like you know, like that was the idea that she, uh, you know, gave up putting him in jail, and like he might hurt more people because she wanted to save her sister. And I think that was kind of what they were going for. Do you think that. he should have survived? I mean, the typical like I mean, the uh, killer death is is kind of. That's usually how most horror movies end. So, I mean, I thought it was kind of cool they did something different. Um, That's the only thing that I could think of for a sequel, just have the blind man trying to get another baby or something. I mean, yeah, it's possible. Because they left him alive. Um, I mean, yeah, but I, I don't think they should. Like, they that's shouldn't just do it, stupid. No. Don't breathe again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it'll be like, I know what you did last summer where they had, like, all the ridiculous sequels. But, like, that was nowhere near as good a movie as this, so. Yeah. It's funny because in the 90s, like, when Scream was successful for being incredibly well-written, a deconstruction of the genre and actually scary, every, like, all the horror manufacturers thought that what people wanted was mass killer murder mysteries. So, I don't know did last summer. They did several of... <laughs> Screamish stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they did. Like the, nobody mean, seemed to realize it we, was. We like, might see more of these like in the house type shit now. We might, yeah. Um, this made this made probably over a hundred million. Yeah. Domestic. Damn. That's, and that's rare. That's, that's and it was really on a fifteen million dollar budget. Yeah. Um, well, it kind of depends. I mean, what we've been seeing in recent years. Uh, until I would say this year was a lot of um, supernatural based horror movies mm -hmm. like that was uh, the majority of James, good horror James movies Wan brought that I was kind of into yeah yeah 
Uh, I, I would definitely say that he did it. Um, it was also probably paranormal activity. Oh, excuse me, the, so budget, the budget was $9.9 million. Oh, damn. That's I mean, that's still more really than, uh, than, like, Insidious, but, like, it's less than The Conjuring. Yeah, damn. that's really that's good. Awesome. I wish they would make more movies like that. Horror seems to be the one that you can make, you know, between nine and ten, nine fifteen to fifteen million, you know, and make that they make them now to make a profit. Like I'm sure Blair Witch made a profit. Profit. Yeah, even anyone was thinking they wanted a Blair Witch sequel yeah. until they announced that that was a thing already, and like you can go see it next month. I don't <laughs> think we really see hundred million dollar horror movies. I mean, you do, but they usually flop because horror isn't a genre that consistently gets people to go to theaters because there's so many bad ones. I guess I, I Frankenstein, or Fra I Frankenstein. Yeah, that's I was more... thinking uh, Crimson Peak. That cost oh, almost a hundred. Oh, that's right, yeah. And that one was success because it was a gothic horror. Um, it was a romance. It was really yeah. a romance movie. Like, it wasn't even really a horror movie. So I remember seeing a review where someone was like, it's too bloody for romance fans and not horrific enough for, for horror fans. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're kind of right there. Um, <laughs> Some people liked it. I know, a lot of people did. Um, and the cinematography is beautiful. Mm, the sets. Um, yeah, but that was all I liked about it. So. Uh, <laughs> and then Don't Breathe had all of that too. I didn't think they really used it much CGI. Oh no, they definitely did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was really well done. The uh, shot in Detroit, and I guess that yeah. street is like that. It's like abandoned. Damn. <laughs> Fucking Detroit. Yeah. What a shithole. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, they, they lost all their Detroit. business. Yeah. Damn, Detroit is in some dire straits. <laughs> Um, it was it follows set in Detroit as well. I don't yeah, they know. shot in Michigan somewhere. I don't think they, I don't think okay, shot so in that makes sense because they uh, they have a scene which toward one, the end of the movie where they're walking by like houses. Um, or are they pretty close? They're pretty damn close. Um, so you're gonna this, be buying Don't Breathe? Yeah, I think Don't Breathe might be slightly better, um, but. The concept for mm -hmm. uh, It Follows was so fun. Okay. Like, I mean, it's hard to say, but, like, it was. this one was definitely way more tense than um, than It Follows. So I think that's why I would say it's better. Um, but, yeah, so, some of the shit they do in It Follows is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I but, said when I saw the turkey baster. Yeah, yeah, that was, damn. Because <laughs> I thought when they were starting it, I was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, like this happens all the time in horror movies, where like the heroine is almost raped or raped." And like I was like, uh, "In Asylum, they they did this almost same thing. Uh, Sarah Paulson gets captured by the bloody face killer and ends up having his baby." Wow. Um, yeah. Um. <laughs> so then. The blind man's like, fuck God, or something, and he takes the braster out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has a whole speech where he's like, uh, 
man can do anything when they accept that there's no God. Oh, man. And then he's got it underneath, like, a tile or something. Or, no, he, yeah. then he, doesn't he, like, he, he buries the one, the girl that was there with tar or something. Yeah, I, I was wondering if that was, um... Or cement? Yeah, I, was it cement? Yeah, I wasn't sure what that was. I thought at first that he was, like... It was like some form of acid or like something mm, corrosive yeah, to yeah, uh, dispose of it. Because um, uh, they used to, um, in the Victorian era, I, I read in all of these books about it, like a body disposing in the Victorian era, they always threw them in the lime pits because then they just sink and like decompose down there. Um, so I was, I was like, maybe it's something to do with that because my mind goes there. <laughs> maybe, man. Because it was like, it didn't look exactly like acid, but it did look like, uh, you know what it looked like? It looked like, um, like almost like cement into like yeah. asphalt or something. Could have been. Yeah. But then I was like, well, why would you put her some cement in the, just a random block of cement? And like, how are you going to explain this block of cement? Like, I don't understand. Doesn't he cover it up with like flooring? Oh, he might have. I don't even remember. Yeah. My question, though, is how does he explain the uh, um, hostage room set up? Because they must have gone into the basement because he was thrown into the basement by... Uh, uh, fuck, I already forgot her name. Um, Rocky? <laughs> Rocky, yeah. How do they keep forgetting Rocky? Damn. I know, yeah. Um, okay, so like, she threw him into the basement, so like... The police had to have gone into the basement. I guess maybe they didn't go deep enough. I don't. I don't know. Um, but it, I was just like, huh, that's super weird that like they wouldn't notice that because that is clearly only for one purpose. It's like the uh, cheap version of uh, the killer's room from Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. He's even got the like. Maybe setup, they like, thought like, that somebody had done that to him. I mean, it's possible. That's kind know. of a stretch. I don't like, know. Like they set that up in his house. I don't know what happened to him. That's how he handled that. Yeah. Maybe they just were like, "He's blind. He's a veteran. They only saw, you know, like, and he's white. We'll let, you know, we'll let him. He's old. Yeah. We'll we'll take him to the hospital. Maybe they just think it's a sex thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just his man cave. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. But, He's like, this uh, is my workout room. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how he explained like the bullet holes and all that. I mean, I guess maybe because he was like being attacked or something. But... Yeah, I'm sure he probably was just like, I don't remember everything that happened. Like, it was a lot of shit going on, but like. <laughs> Yeah, he's he looks right at the camera at the end, like I'm gonna, I'm, I, I know you can see me or something like that. I'm still alive. I don't remember that. At the end, remember on the, on the news? Oh, okay. When he's in the hospital stretcher. All right. Yeah. And he I looks mean, at I the camera like he's like he's looking at her because she's in the, like the airport. Oh, I didn't get that at all. What if but she doesn't get on the plane? I didn't think they were at the airport. I thought they were getting on a bus. Okay, well, uh, whatever. They sit at the station. He 
he looks right at the camera like I'm fucking alive. Okay, I didn't oh, get that okay. at all. I was thinking about other. It stuff. It looked almost like Hannibal, with like he's got this like oxygen mask on. But, uh, nice. So that's why I, I feel like maybe there could have been a sequel, but I hope not. I really hope not. I mean, I just don't think they should. Um, mm. Unless they have, like, a really good story um, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think... I don't know how you could do it, top that one, I mean, or even come close. I mean, like, as long as it's done well, you can. But, like, <laughs> if it's Fede Alvarez, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know what the story could possibly be that would parallel that. Um, I, I mean, I feel like if they were going to do that, turns out the veteran in, has friends. No, God, no. Um, but I feel like you'd have to do it kind of differently. Like if it was just like people end up trapped in the house with him again, I feel like it would just be like, uh, why bother? Like you already made that movie. Um, no reason. I mean, but, like, that's what they usually do with horror sequels is, like, it's basically the same premise, but, like, different people. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, true. And you, you see that a lot in um, the franchises. Uh, like, any horror franchise, like, each movie is kind of the same, eventually, at least. Um, interestingly, the, the only exception, I would say, is Friday the 13th. Because really? that one, the first movie, has no Jason. Jason is a background character who is dead before the events of the movie started. Really? And it's psycho in reverse. Wow. So the killer of the movie is Jason's mother, <laughs> who believes Jason is still alive and talks with him like Norman Bates does with his mother. Wow. And so she kills people under that personality. And then they did a lot of stuff in there where it was actually, like, supposed to parallel Psycho. And nobody ever talks about that. Like, I just watched that movie and was like, they're clearly paralleling Psycho. But no one has... I've never heard anyone actually say that. Um, and then they didn't bring in Jason until the sequel. And mm. then by, like, sequel six, they added in, like, a psychic that fights Jason. And then in seven... Uh, I, I think... I might be off on the numbering. But, like, and then the, and then the next one... Um, Jason is blown up by the military, and then a doctor at the mortuary eats his heart, and then mm -hmm. is possessed by the soul of Jason, and then like goes wow, dude, <laughs> this sounds crazy. And then in the next one, Jason is back and goes to Manhattan, and then in the next one after that, is Jason space? is cryogenically frozen, goes to space. Yes. <laughs> and then Jason X. That was Jason X, is oh. the one where he goes to space. Oh, okay. And then after that, uh, the next time we saw Jason was Freddy versus Jason. And then they did the Friday the 13th reboot uh, in 2009, I want to say. So there was like a, a pretty good gap there, like six, seven years, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll try again soon. Yeah. Not saying that Friday the 13th is the best horror franchise, but just in terms of, like, which one is which, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might also be just because, like, the first one is not a great movie to begin with. Like, most of these horror franchises are started by one really great movie, mm -hmm. and that one really isn't. Like, I don't think there's one really good Friday the 13th movie. Um, they're all campy? Yeah, they're all kind of campy. So there's not one that I would I would put on level with 
Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street. Or Nightmare on Elm Street or Scream or any of those. Um, but I Or Leprechaun. Oh god, that—that's another one that uh, didn't have one good movie to start off with, so it just got ridiculous really quickly. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? Don't breathe. I mean, I can't think of any more questions I had. Um, thoughts. I mean, I don't know. Really well done. Yeah, it was really well done. Go see it in theaters if you haven't. Yeah, it's still in theaters. Uh, at least it was in the theater near me. It was worth seeing in theaters, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I honestly thought I was going to be alone in the theater for a while, so I was like, uh, like that's okay. Like, I mean, <laughs> And then you I see the guy working, standing across the aisle, and then, like a scary part, and you're like, oh shit, the blind man's here. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I had the road to myself, but like, an hour or two beforehand, no one had bought any tickets. It's uh, it's like a reserved seating theater for right. listeners. Um, so I was like, well, I'm not even going to bother getting a ticket until like I'm there because it's a 150 extra service uh, charge. Yeah. Um, and then by the time I got there, there were other people in the theater. But I was like, oh, no one's going to be there. So it's kind of just going to be me alone in the theater. Yeah, it wasn't like Magnificent Seven probably or... Yeah, any of the newer movies. You know, the only movie that I ever was alone in the theater with uh, uh, me and Ricardo went to Your Next, and no one else was in the theater. It was playing just for us. Oh wow! It was super cold too because no one else was in the theater. So I've they, they kept the, the temperature a few times. Yeah. So we just slave. <laughs> my grandma didn't you say yoga hosers I was all alone yoga hosers damn it's kind of sad because I was just laughing a lot I want to see that one too yeah, it's gone already I'm sure I it'll know. be on uh, Netflix or something soon I know yeah or Hulu yeah uh, Swiss Army Man is coming soon I know I can't wait that that one is two or three on my list now. I, it just keeps getting better in my mind. I gotta watch it again. Yeah. And we'll have a discussion about that one for sure because I, there's so much to talk about. I know. I just have to say though, I'm really happy because um, like this time last year, I felt like my top ten list was like. For movies of the year, I was like, I don't really have that many that I like want to talk about right yeah. now. It's been a strong year for horror. Yeah, but then this year, yeah, there was a there was a strong year for horror, but then there's also just a lot of good movies that were earlier on. Like last year, uh, Revan and Hateful Eight were two of my favorites, and they I saw those in January. <laughs> I know, Christmas uh, break. Yeah, so it was like, um, Mad Max was the main one that I was like, mm. this is. This is, like, fucking awesome. Um, you going to get the black and white edition? I don't think so. I mean, how often am I actually going to watch the black yeah, and white? Yeah, I know. Um, I already bought the color one. Can't you change color. your TV settings to black and white? I mean, Probably can, actually. <laughs> if you really want to do it, you can put it on your uh, Final Cut and make your own. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I mean... 
I don't know. It kind of made sense when they aired uh, Walking Dead in black and white because the comics are in black and white. But right. um, I was just like, that seems like just such a random thing. Like, why would I rewatch this movie in I black mi- and I white? I missed uh, Nebraska in color. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I hated that. I know. I'm just like giving you shit because they did release the color version. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That's so random. Well, alright, that'll do it for the discussion of Don't Breathe. Yes. Like I said, you'll see it. Uh, before, well, hopefully you've seen it before you listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for the if Nerd Files... Sorry. Huh? <laughs> if they haven't, sorry. If they haven't, yeah, whoops. <laughs> um, we did warn you, but... <laughs> Okay, so for the Nerd Files, this is Dan. I'm Tom. Follow us. At Poly, I'm at Poly Pictures. At Tom Bohasic. And we have the Facebook page, the Nerd Files Podcast. We're also on iTunes. So SoundCloud. Hit, hit us up, SoundCloud, wherever. We're everywhere, Stitcher. We're on all the apps. And thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace out.